the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Read. in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on the radio. I'm Troy Harmon, here today with Shauna Theriault and Michael Griffin. Morning. Both morning, Troy. Whom, hey, good morning. Uh, both these guys are, uh, well, a guy and a gal. Sorry, Shauna. It's okay. I figured you'd light me up. You always, uh, you're always really good to keep me in line. Poke the bear. <laughs> Poke? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, you uh, you both uh, work in the Hensler Financial uh, Planning and Implementation Department, which is uh, uh, financial planning and uh, what good's a plan without making sure that it gets implemented. So uh, Shauna is a managing associate. Um holds a CFP, the CPA, and the CDFA. And uh, while many of us know what a certified financial planner designation is and a certified public accountant designation is, I'll let you tell us what the CDFA is. It's a d- divorced financial analyst, basically. Okay. So, yeah. And in that, you help uh, a lot of folks if they might be going through a divorce and Do. uh, don't understand their finances. And quite often that does happen. Um, and for whatever reason, a lot of times you'll have one spouse or the other that just absolutely checks out, doesn't seem to care until they have to care. Right. So uh, Shauna can help you with that as well as uh, being a certified financial planner and a certified public accountant. Michael is a certified financial planner as well, or he holds the, what do they call it? It's a CFP mm-hmm. certificate. certificate. Right. Yeah. Yes. So he's got the CFP designation, certified financial planner. Uh, these guys are anything and everything you'd want to know or, you know, want to have if you have questions about your finances, and uh, we'll have some well, of those you, today. Troy. Yeah, you're Absolutely. welcome. Absolutely. So uh, uh, we're here to talk about pretty much anything financial. Uh, let's start with the S&P 500. We're up 0.23% this week, which sounds like a minuscule amount. It is. It's a small amount, but... Uh, year to date, though. Yeah, look at what is going on. 21.8%. Who would have thought... I yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing to know that uh, 2019, we've seen the market rise almost 22%. Now, let's be honest with ourselves. Um, we had a huge decline, fourth quarter of 2018. So if you look at the 12-month picture, it's a little different, 15.43%. But still, that's, that's Pretty great. significant, yes. yeah. W- would have never thought that after December of last year that we'd be up. Over 12 months, 15% right now. Yeah. Uh, Michael, you're referring to the fact that uh, between September 20th of 2018 and December 24th of 2018, we saw the S&P 500 fall uh, almost 20%. It was about over 19.5%. So uh, a pretty significant decline, um, but we had some reflation, if you will. We had uh, we had a rebound in uh, 2019, and, uh, and life has been... Pretty good. Uh, you look at some of the economic indicators, and it still gives me pause for concern. But let's go through some of the sectors. Um, year to date, 
information technology up almost 33%, 32.96%. How overvalued is that? Well, if you look, uh, it, there's been significant earnings growth. There have. Yeah, in, in that yeah. space. So, so maybe we'll, it's not even it's net-net. Yeah, it, it, you know, ultimately it doesn't look terribly overvalued. The market as a whole looks, you know, we've got a PE around 22. It's uh, It looks pretty expensive when you think the long-term average price-to-earnings ratio is about 16.5. Um, you know, we've we've got some... some uh, uh, overblown prices, but not horribly. Now, if you look at the price to sales, you look at the price to EBITDA, uh, it does look really, honestly, more like we saw in the tech bubble. Mm. Um, so what's happened is we've seen uh, we've seen companies um, buy shares back. Right. We've uh, we've seen uh, a huge trend in that. Starting really in 2011, we saw companies really start buying back their own shares. Um, there's, if you, if you, uh, read much into the, into the academic materials, um, any company that gives back cash, so whether it be a dividend or in share repurchases generally tends to cause the price of their stock to increase. Right. Um, you know, we could sit and debate whether or not it was smart. Uh, the old adage is if, uh, if management is buying back their own shares, it's kind of a signal to the market that their shares are undervalued. But I really don't think that that holds water when you when you look around and, and you see at some of the at the cost of those shares. And then, you know, a few years later, quite often you'll see that the price that they paid was above, you know, current numbers. So, um, uh, you know, it, it does tend to do so in the short term, at least. Uh, you know, when they buy back shares or pay a big dividend, it does seem to help. But um, I'll tell you, I'm all about a dividend. Uh, we've got a portfolio that just tracks dividends, and it's done quite well in 2019. Um, but, uh, you know, when you when you add on that one piece that, uh, you know, we're talking about as far as just a company buying back its shares, it doesn't always uh, follow that, that that's the best way to... Uh, to manage, um, real estate's done well this year too. Uh, it really has up almost 32 percent. But the, even the trailing 12 months is 29 percent. Right now, uh, real estate and um, utilities did quite well, uh, even during that that downturn that we had in the fourth quarter of 2018. And part of that's because we've got interest rate environment changing. Uh, you bring up the interest rates, and uh, let's talk about that for a second. We've got. Uh, End of the month, we'll see a uh, Fed uh, monetary policy meeting. Uh, 90% probability, according to the Treasury's uh, options market, uh, that we will see another 25 basis point cut next week. Wow, that's uh, crazy! It, I, I can't believe I can't believe they're still cutting rates. I mean, well, truly. I, you've got the market up 22% and they're cutting rates. It seems weird, right? Uh, but every one of these rate cuts should actually spur economic growth, and they really haven't done so yet. Um, in fact, what we're expecting is about a 1.8% growth in GDP when it's announced uh, in the coming weeks. And that's down from 2.4% in the second quarter. So third quarter coming up, first uh, indication of economic growth expected to be down while they're cutting rates. And uh, another pretty good indicator of whether or not we have growth is uh, whether or not you have inflation. Usually growth spurs inflation. Right. Inflation hasn't budged. So, uh, 
you know, the the rate cuts we've been getting have done very little help yet. I think uh, one thing that you definitely know is it keeps the cost of capital low, uh, keeps interest mm-hmm. rates on bonds low. Um, and when that's going on, number one, you're, those who save uh, don't really get rewarded for it very much. But corporations, it makes it much easier to earn a profit, uh, uh, truly add economic value uh, when the when the uh, capital that you're using costs you so much less than maybe a long-term average. So, sure. um, you know, l- low interest rate environments, nothing new. We've been talking about this since 2008, 2009. <laughs> I mean, uh, we went to zero for what eight years, I think, on the on the overnight lending rate. Um, and uh, shouldn't be a surprise to anyone that uh, uh, by now, since this is what the third rate cut of the year would wow. be. Yeah. Um, this time last year we were raising rates. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's certainly the new normal, Troy. I don't, and nothing is normal, which might be the new normal. That's true. Yeah, the new abnormal. Who knows? Uh, we got uh, some indications from uh, from uh, various sources on uh, economic. Conditions this week, existing home sales, uh, low interest rates com- uh, continue to drive the support uh, uh, for demand. And uh, we see existing home sales fell by 2.2% uh, during September, mainly lo- due to uh, low inventory. Existing home sales make up a huge portion of our of our housing market. Um, I think it's over 90%, but uh, medium sales uh price increased 5.9% from the, the prior year so uh just a, a shortage of of um uh inventory really is is all that's pushing that we've got a week over a weekly um indicator in the mortgage applications uh that fell by 11.9% mainly due to the 17% decrease in refinances again that usually is driven by um, what goes on in the mortgage market, 30-year average mortgage uh, in the U.S. increased by eight basis points or 0.08%, uh, up to 3.99%. Now, we're almost to breach that uh, 4% mark again, um, and anybody who hasn't, uh, hasn't refinanced should definitely consider doing so uh, anytime now. I, I think... Uh, you know, we, we see uh, more indications of uh, rate cuts, but uh, the mortgage rate is going in the opposite direction. If it makes sense, we encourage you to do that. Absolutely. We're going to take a real quick break. When we come back, we'll have a dog of the week and talk a little when bit I about the financial situation. all the crap I learned in high school, it's a wonder I can think at all. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.